Beautiful greetings, everybody. My name is Alex Flores. And I'm Meredith Frigo. And you're listening to Tea Time with Bitter and Sweet. Today, we will be talking about reinventing yourself, starting new relationships, and ending old ones. So stay tuned. Some sort of mushroom um, edible coffee. That <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> we're having shrooms this morning. No shrooms. Yeah, we're having shrooms. There are no shrooms. Yeah. No shrooms in this yeah. coffee, although there is a coffee that does have shrooms, which I will eventually try and let y'all guys know if it's any good or not. Um, we're having coffee is yeah. our drink. So we're just <laughs> drinking coffee and then we have almond milk to put in the coffee. Mm-hmm. And then on the side here, I put little apricots for us to eat in case we get peckish. They're chewy. Yes, they are. <laughs> you can hear you chewing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so if you hear us drinking coffee or a sip of tea, you should join us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go grab yourself a cup of tea, glass of water. I'm not judging. Whatever you want to grab, grab it. Go sit down and listen to our podcast. Damn it. I'll judge you. I won't, so just know that I'm not going to do that, but uh, Alex will. (laughs) Okay. So, coffee, apricots, almond milk, fantastic. Now, let's get into it. Now, so we want to start talking a little bit about relationships. You know, February is coming up, the month of love. For some. For some. (laughs) As I call it, Singles Awareness Day. Da, 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 da. Because, um, Some people hear that whenever they think of Valentine's <laughs> Day. They're like, fuck, it's here again. <laughs> anyway, so um, we wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, starting new relationships, ending new relationships. But very importantly, we want to talk a little bit about reinventing yourself mm-hmm. and self-care. Because even if you are in a relationship or not in a relationship, it is very important to take care of yourself. And how you want the world to perceive you is a very, very prominent factor in how people live their day-to-day lives. So, my dear Miss Meredith. Yes. How do you think, um, or what do you think is important when it comes to self-care? Well, it it kind of depends on the person, honestly. So, Mm -hmm. like, for me, my self-care regimen is kind of like, I do yoga, I enjoy yoga, I'll have a cup of tea in the middle of my day to kind of... Take a minute because you can't like gulp down tea because it's hot. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just don't unless you let it cool off and then you can gulp it down. <laughs> but for me, I, I have to, you know, it's something you have to take your time with. You have to blow on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something funny is like when it's hot is when it's best. It's just <laughs> I bet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So many jokes. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I I like to have tea in the middle of my day. Um, other self-care things like I love to cook as you know. So that's something that I do tend to use as my self-care is that I'll cook because I like to, you know, the process of chopping up things. It can be very meditative. (laughs) I'm not a serial killer. (laughs) I don't just chop up things and I'm like, yes, no, it's just like, you know, you kind of get in the groove of cooking or whatever you're doing. And I like to, uh, Russell will occasionally come and help me. 
Um, and when he does that, it's kind of something we do together. And to me, I see that as self-care as well, spending time with your loved ones. So it really depends on you. Like, mm-hmm. like what kind of self-care things do you do for yourself, Alex? Mm-hmm. I um, spend a lot of time alone. Okay. And that, like I said, like a long time, if that's something that you are rejuvenated by and mm-hmm. you, you know, that's fine. I turn my phone off or I turn my phone on airplane mode or maybe I'll take a really nice long bath with Epsom salts and oils Baths and are nice. music and yeah. all sorts of stuff. I really do um, rejuvenate and revitalize my energies by just, you know, spending that time alone and uh, reflecting and thinking about things and how I want to perceive and how I want to act and how I want to progress forward. Right. Yeah. So part of being in relationships is also your relationship with yourself. So Mm -hmm. if you're feeling like your relationship kind of needs with yourself a new beginning, then this might be a good time to start doing that. Um, so, and it is still, you know, January, so people are still like, you know, I'm still pumped about going to the gym and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So if you are pumped up and, and ready to go, then maybe this is the time of year that you kind of become the person that you want to be. Mm-hmm. Even if you feel like you're not that person. So if you feel like you're not the kind of person that dresses very, um, businessy and you're going into work with confidence and, Maybe it's time that you do that. And even if you don't believe it, just keep doing it. And eventually you will believe it. Yes. And the great thing about that is whenever you are taking care of yourself and whenever you're really focusing on making yourself, I don't know how to say, just making yourself happy really is the best way to put it. Right. But whenever you're, it radiates that kind of energy, that kind of effort, people see that and people are attracted to it. Right. It's really great. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like when people see a confident person walking down the street, not only do they admire it, but also that's a great way to get people's attention. I just imagine like somebody walking down my street and everybody coming out and uh, like just standing in the doorway <laughs> being like, that person's confident. I dig it. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so... For me, um, the confidence level for me is boosted whenever I look my best. Mm -hmm. And so something I would say for like a new beginning and you want to start fresh, maybe look at yourself and decide what is it that I'd like to change something realistic. (laughs) Um, don't be like, if you, you know, I'm kind of a heavy set kind of gal. Mm -hmm. And so it'd be really unrealistic of me to be like, you know, this year I want to look like Keira Knightley. (laughs) Because that isn't going to happen. So, you know, kind of, kind of look at yourself and say, what is something that I could change or alter about my physical looks that would make me, Meredith, feel more confident, make me feel more like myself, the self I want to be, the Mm -hmm. self that I want to, to make myself into. Live your best life. Right. And so. Present your best self. Yeah. Yeah. So what does that person look like? Do they have red hair? Great. Mm -hmm. Go dye your hair. Yeah. Or, um, so there's a great video, uh, a YouTuber I like to follow, Jenny Mustard. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like a, a vegan, um, YouTuber usually, but she's also a fashion blogger. Mm-hmm. So she does a lot of episodes on how to like, um, use your closet to 
enhance a look that you want to do without going out and buying things and things mm. like that, which I really love watching. But she recently came out with a video that was, that's called makeover, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't like. I've never liked the idea of makeovers. Cause I'm like, mm, I don't really, I'm not do really it all into over that. Again. Yeah, yeah. I'm not into that. So, um, but I do like the point she gives and it, it's basically kind of what I've just said. So, you know, going out and like looking at yourself and saying, is this the best me? Is this what I want to present to the world? Right. Because you're not shallow, but the world is. So I am shallow. They're not, well, not you. <laughs> I don't mean you. Um, but the rest of us in the world, <laughs> just kidding. But you know, you listening to this, you aren't shallow, but you know, you can, um, kind of suspect that others will be. Mm -hmm. So the first thing they're going to look at is what you look like. Yeah, definitely. So what do you want to present yourself as? You, mm -hmm. Do you want to be edgy? Do mm. you want to be, uh, you know, have that classic look? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the thing that Jenny says is that you should, uh, Jenny mustard. She says you could, should concentrate on your eyebrows first. So like eyebrows kind of frame your face. Mm -hmm. So, you know, kind of keep those touched up or maybe you want crazy eyebrows and that's great. Yeah. Um, maybe you want no eyebrows, shave those babies off mm -hmm. and just don't have any. And it would give yourself a completely different look. Yeah. Um, like I said, dyeing your hair, whatever color you want it to be, you could be a crazy color mm -hmm. or maybe you just want a different color than what you normally have. Mm -hmm. Um, looking at your outfit, like do you feel confident in what you wear? And if you don't, why is it because it's too small, too mm. big? Is it uncomfortable? Um, is it something that you wouldn't normally wear? Fun fact, most people do not wear the appropriate sized clothing. I think it's because people make the clothes for like a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> they make it for a mannequin and then everyone's like, uh, I'll just wear it, I guess. But I mean, even still, let's say that you're not the, you don't make the most money in the world. <laughs> It is not very expensive. And most likely you're that person. <laughs> it is not very expensive to take your best outfit or two or maybe three outfits to a tailor and get them sized. Like it's a very inexpensive amount of money for something that has a huge impact on how you present yourself. But also it's very in at the moment to have like oversized clothing. Oh yeah, that's So if that's, that's true. something that you're into, because I'm yeah. into that, I like to have oversized boxy clothing mm. um, just because it makes me feel cozy. Yeah. So, I wear oversized like nightgowns and things. Yeah. To And I have oversized sweaters that I wear around the house. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I would present myself like that out in public. I know there are like huge <laughs> fashion icons yeah. that wear like these huge oversized sweaters and like hoodies. And, and that's coats. how they want to present themselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's fine though. Like however you want to think about yourself and think, okay, how do I want to look? Mm -hmm. If you don't care about how you look, then that's fine. Yeah. Then don't care what others think about it. Yeah. And you're good. Mm -hmm. You good. Now it is really important to spice it up every, every couple of months or every, I mean like whenever you feel it's, it's important time. if yeah. it's important to you. Yeah. If it's important to you. I don't think a whole lot of people really think about that consciously, but every once in a while, like when a woman dyes her hair a different color, you can see it on her face. She feels completely different. Mm 
mm-hmm. whenever a woman gets a haircut or anything like that. And normally women tend to get haircuts roughly every four to six months is what I would guesstimate. They should. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to not. <laughs> I, I'm always like, I should go get a haircut. And then three months later, I'm like, oh yeah, I should still go get a haircut. <laughs> And that keeps happening every three months. But it is really important to take care of those things because whenever you're an individual who wants to present your best self, those are the kind of things that people pay attention to. I know that a lot of females will say that guys do not pay attention to when they get their haircuts, but I do. Yeah. And I see it. And it makes an impact on how you feel and how you present yourself. So little things just like that. If you want to spruce it up a little bit, dyeing your hair, getting a new outfit, Um, Because it's not really about anybody else. It's about how you feel about yourself. Exactly. And in that, you know, creating your true self, if you want to call it that, instead of calling it your new self, (laughs) you know, if you want to do that, then, you know, whenever you're looking for a partner or the partner that you already have, Mm -hmm. I mean, they'll appreciate the fact that you are trying to become what you believe you should be. And that is a huge, huge point that should be made. Even if you are in a relationship or you've been in a relationship for a very, very long time, that doesn't mean you should let your own confidence go by the wayside. Yeah. Thank you. If you're confident, great. I'm super glad for you. Mm -hmm. You're probably in the 1% of the world. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) But you know, if you're really confident in yourself and you're fine with everything about you, great. Mm -hmm. If you're not, you have the power to change that. You can totally, you know, like we said, reinvent Mm -hmm. yourself, become a, you start a new beginning. Mm -hmm. Even if you've been in the same old town for many, many years, Mm -hmm. then you could still change something about yourself that makes you feel better about even going somewhere new. Like Mm -hmm. if you feel like you can't do anything with this life and you have uh, nobody in the vicinity of you and you can't fathom being there and you can't you're not confident and you want to go somewhere new, go somewhere new. Yeah. Uh, you could re- reinvent yourself that way. Think of a person you want to be, move, and then be that person. And then that's I've what everybody will know you as. I've definitely done that before. Me too. Uh, it's very rejuvenating to do that, but also it's kind of very stressful. So don't... It is, because don't... Ex- nothing extravagant. <laughs> but also try not to concern yourself so much with how much resistance you're going to get. Oh yeah. Because a lot of people are going to resist change. But also don't think that you will get a bunch of resistance. That too. Because you know, be prepared. Hope for it's the one best, of the, prepare for the worst. That's what I was going to say. It's like it that phrase. So like yeah. hope that people are going to accept you and love yeah. you, but be prepared that some won't. Absolutely. So yeah, taking care of your your spiritual, mental self, Mm -hmm. and your physical self. Those Mm -hmm. are things I think are really important for a new beginning, if if that's what you're wanting to do for yourself. Um, And just maintaining that, kind of keeping up with yourself in that way. Absolutely. And then it carries on into good relationships with others. Yes, of course it does. So I think it is very important, of course, to maintain yourself and to maintain... Um, your confidence and your presentation and all sorts of things. That's me pouring coffee. Yee. So it is important to do those things. Now, let's move on a little bit. Mm -hmm. Whenever you are presenting your best self, sometimes, you know, you start over, start fresh, and people take notice. Sure. Absolutely. Brown chicken, brown (laughs) cat. (laughs) <laughs> when people take notice, 
Um, try not to be conceited because that's one of my big problems. I was about to say, <laughs> is that a note to self? <laughs> yes, absolutely a note to self. Oh, good. But um, be cautious, of course, but be open-minded. Cautiously because, optimistic. Yes, be yeah. cautiously optimistic because you never know who is paying attention to you. Right. And you never know what new avenues are going to open you. Uh, for you and for your life. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. And I think that it's important to, when you're starting a new relationship, really mm-hmm. know what you kind of want from that relationship. Yes, absolutely. Uh, not only should you set boundaries, but you should also have open communication about those things. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in somebody or somebody is interested in you and you start um, getting to know each other a little bit, there is a point where you have to say, okay, am I interested in dating this person Mm -hmm. or am I interested in being in a relationship with this person? Right. Or if you're skipping all of that and just going straight to the bedroom, have those clear boundaries. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like have, have that conversation. Like the pillow talk afterwards is a great time for that. You know what I mean? Oh (laughs) God. Jesus. Be like, so, um, you know, this is fun and it's great and I enjoy spending time with you, but I'm not looking for anything serious. Get that stuff out of the way as soon as possible. Because then probably they'll respect that a little better. They might think at first they'd be be like, whoa, this person's really conceited. (laughs) But later on, they'll be like, I'm kind of glad they told me that because I wouldn't have wanted to get in a relationship with someone who thought that way. So, or at least they should think that way. And if you don't, and someone (laughs) did that for you, appreciate. Yes. Don't be so bitter about it. Yeah. Yeah, Don't be bitter about it. They're not trying to deny you. They're just trying to be real. They're just trying to be honest and open with you. You know what? I enjoy you. I enjoy the time we spend together, but this is not going to go anywhere. We're just together for now. This is it for the moment. This is what is is best for us. (laughs) It's, I have a song stuck in my head now, but it doesn't matter what type of relationship you're starting. I think those boundaries and that open communication are very, very important Mm -hmm. for anybody. Right. Very true. And also just as as a side note, if you're a girl for a long time, I used to think that I could not ask people out because I'm a girl. So (laughs) the guy has to ask you out. (laughs) Not true. That's how I have now my soon to be husband. Yes. uh, Is that I asked him out. You asked him out. Yes. So it's okay to ask a boy out for girls that are like, can I? Yeah. Is that against the rules? Mm -hmm. It's not. You can do it. Yes. You you won't be struck down by lightning or anything. Yes. Because I wasn't. I mean, in a way, <laughs> um, but anyway, but uh, so let's talk a little bit about when you're on the opposite side of that. So let's say that you are, so we've been talking a little bit about how you present your best self and people finding you attractive. How do you think is the best way to approach somebody who you find attractive? If you're on the opposite side of that coin, if you're the one who sees somebody who's confident and somebody who really has their shit together and somebody who is really, really, you know, living their best life and you want to be a part of that, how do you approach that person? What is the best way to do that? So I guess knowing how you want to present yourself. So you'll, Mm -hmm. I came up with a plan (laughs) be strategic you know what that's perfectly fine yeah I was like okay I'm gonna I'm he's gonna come over here okay I was working I worked with him (laughs) so when he was leaving for work is when I first get there so I was like as he's leaving I'm going to I came up with a plan I was like as he's leaving I'm gonna say hey Russell can I talk to you for a second Mm -hmm. he's gonna come over to the counter and I'm gonna say I'd really like to hang out with you um can I have your number 
And that's all I was going to say. Very simple. Very plain and simple. I, I like wasn't saying plan. like we should get married and nothing, <laughs> nothing like that. Not that soon. <laughs> Not that soon. So I was just like, can, can we hang out and can I have your number? Yeah. And, uh, that ended up working out, but I had a plan for both. I had a plan for a no mm-hmm. or a, sorry, I'm in a relationship. Cause I really didn't know too much about him when I asked him out. Yeah. So being prepared for your yes and your no. So I was prepared, prepared for a yes. And I was like, mm-hmm. great, give me your number. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was prepared for a no and just being like, Oh, okay, well then I'll see you around. That's okay. Yeah. And so it's, I think it is important to have that. Mm-hmm kind of a way to prepare yourself Mm -hmm. because you shouldn't ask someone out just expecting them to be like, yes, of course. Yeah. Because sometimes they say no. And then you're like, (laughs) well, shit, (laughs) I didn't prepare for that. Yeah. You could just say that. Sorry. I didn't prepare for that. So, and then walk off. (laughs) I would find that really cute. I think that would be awesome. That would be like so sweet. Sounds like a movie. It does sound like a movie. Yeah. So you could do that if you really wanted to, if that's your, your true self, if you are just like, I can't imagine anybody saying no to me. But nothing ever pans out like the movie now, (laughs) does it? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a lie, but that's okay. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so that's, I think I I go, yeah, go with a strategy kind of don't just do it cold Mm -hmm. unless that's something that's like a breakthrough for you. Like if you, if you all of a sudden are like, I'm going to ask him out and you just did it very suddenly. Mm -hmm. Um, you can still quickly come up with a plan, but if it's very spontaneous and that's something that's not expected from you, but you want to do for yourself, maybe just as like seeing how it goes for you, Mm -hmm. go ahead. Yeah. I mean, you only live once, right? Mm -hmm. Now, again, like we said, hope for the best, prepare for the worst, be very cautious about those things. (laughs) I, um, I'm a strategic bitch. Very much so. As you should be. Very. Yes, yes, as, as, as you should be. I um, I like to get a feel for the person before. <laughs> yeah? You find them on Tinder first or something? What I mean is... Can I feel I like... you first? <laughs> if only. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to present myself just as a very casual individual. Get to know the person first. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to do firsthand. Now, I don't want to just go up to somebody and ask them out because in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't know anything about this person and I'm trying to ask them out. They could be a serial killer for all I know. You know what I mean? Dude, I totally was like, okay, (laughs) side story. Uh, The first time I asked Russell out Mm -hmm. and I was like, he seems so nice and everything. And then I I told one of, I told one of my roommates, I was telling her, I asked this guy out and I was so excited and we have a date, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, where's your date going to be? And I was like, well, we're just going to go for a walk around this park with my dog and everything. And she was like alone. And I was like, yeah, cause that's what a date is. Mm -hmm. And she was like, but not in public with anybody. And I was like, no, unless there's somebody at the park. And she was like, hopefully he's not a serial killer. And I was like, (laughs) shit, what if he's a serial killer? (laughs) So for like our first date, I was like very cautious and I I made it a point to tell um, Tori and Sarah, I was like, okay, I'll be back at this time. So just if I'm not back, call the cops. (laughs) (laughs) And then I, I I played it off. Like it was a joke to wrestle. I was like, (laughs) just joking. Yeah. And then I was like, not really though. Mm. 
So we, yeah, we, mm-hmm. but it was fine, obviously, because mm-hmm. now we're engaged and we're right, going to get married. But thank God he wasn't there, a serial killer. I know <laughs> that there is that thought, and that's scary. It is very scary. We're getting off on a tangent so that has nothing to do with new beginnings. But I think it does bring up a valid point whenever it comes to new beginnings, because I, for myself, I like to meet people in person, mm-hmm. and I like to get to know them a little bit before. I decide on whether or not I feel like they are a good fit for my life or if I am a good fit for their life. However, let's talk about, just briefly touch on, because we could go on and on about this for days. Let's briefly touch on internet interactions because things like Tinder, things like Grindr, things like all those different websites, eHarmony, FarmersOnly.com. Like it, <laughs> you could start a new relationship with those things. Yeah, but you do have to be very cautious about those things because you don't know anything about that person. That's that true. person could, I don't know, be a, a cat for all I know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> trying to take over the world one match at a time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but even still, uh, new beginnings. Be cautious. Be yeah. very careful. Be optimistic. Sure. Hope for the best. Prepare for the worst. Cautiously optimistic. Cautiously. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So th- those are important for new beginnings. And mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, as you, you work on yourself mm-hmm. and then you're working towards your new beginnings and your new relationships. Yes. Um, sometimes, unfortunately, those relationships end. They do. Sometimes they don't always work out. Right. So how do you think that one should handle an ending so whenever you break up with somebody or whenever you're the the dump e or i don't know if you're the one who got dumped or if you're the one who's dumping it doesn't really matter uh oh it does matter (laughs) (laughs) let me just say (laughs) it fucking matters well let me tell you something regardless of whether or not you are ending the relationship or your relationship is being ended I think the priority should always be forgiveness. Sure. Very, very much so. Very much so. And you know, um, I do have a strong love for Maya Angelou, right? Strong love. Right. We've talked about her before on the show. I was telling, um, sorry, just as a side story real quick. <laughs> um, I was telling Alex before, cause he said that he was going to, uh, quote Maya Angelou. I say Angelo, but Angelou. Angelou, Angelo. But I thought that you said my aunt Jalou. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know you had an aunt Jalou. <laughs> so anyway, just a side note, go ahead. Whenever I'm not actively trying to pronounce my words. Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou. Um, so she has a great saying about forgiveness. You know, forgiveness is not about bringing somebody back to your seat at the table. Forgiveness is about accepting that the past has already happened and you cannot change it. Right. That does not mean that you are inviting that person back into your life to have a seat at your table. Mm -hmm. It just means that you have accepted what is and what was, and now you're ready to move forward. So you have to have that forgiveness, not only for the other person, or if they're dumping you, you have to forgive that. Or if you're the one giving them the bad news, you also have to forgive yourself. Sure. You can't hold on to that resentment or that bitterness forever because it's going to drag into your next relationship. And depending on, um, like, you know, forgive yourself. Yes. But Mm -hmm. also depending on the, the logistics of the relationship, forgive them. Yeah. Because, you know, you might be breaking up with them because you're like, I cannot stand you anymore. Mm -hmm. Or they cheated on you. Or they cheated on you. I mean, it's, I, uh, sadly enough, I have been cheated on before. 
Yeah. I've never cheated on anybody because I have too much pride to be the other woman. Like, I would never do... Not because I want to hurt you or because I want to hurt the person that you're with. You're just like, I cannot share. I am not the second option. Right. I will never be the second option, and I refuse to allow you to make me the second option. That's not how it works, sweetheart. I I totally agree. (laughs) So I I will never do that because I I will never be the person who you betray somebody else with. You know what I mean? And I applaud you. I have to, I don't, I don't really give a shit about whoever you're with. I just have too much pride. Yeah. I won't be that person. I am more than that. So it makes me really confused as to why somebody would do that. Yeah, it is. It is confusing to me as well. But then again, not everybody has as much confidence as I do. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's so true. So does that make any sense though? Yeah, no, I agree. So I, I could never do that to somebody. I really couldn't, but it has yeah, happened to me before. For selfish reasons. For selfish reasons, But that's yes. okay. No. I, think that that's, I think that that's awesome. Um, I think it's, you should, um, I, I think my advice would be just to end it well. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, don't end it in front of people. Don't make a big scene about it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're the one dumping, if you're the one being dumped, you can't really control the situation. No, no, you can't. So can. do your best with what you're receiving. Yes. So instead try of to accept what try is. accepting yeah. and your first inkling, um, will be to be like, can we work on this? Is there mm-hmm. something we can, especially if you feel like it was a really good relationship. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, maybe later on after you've healed a little, you yeah. can, you can kind of see, um, that Where things went wrong. Yes. Maybe that back. wasn't yeah. the best relationship. Maybe I oh, deserve. Oh yeah. I've had that <laughs> moment before. <laughs> Me too, man. Maybe that wasn't the best relationship you should be in. I've thrown myself into many a toxic relationships because I was young and stupid and the boy was fine. Like that's just, I mean, but that's how it normally goes, right? Sure. That's how it always goes. But that doesn't necessarily mean you should hold grudge or hold resentment into your life continuing on. Right. You know what I mean? I I totally agree. But, well, because what does resenting do? It does nothing to the other person. No, it will do something to the next person. It, but it does something to yourself. Yeah, And does. that's a, a part of all what we just talked about at the very beginning of this podcast mm-hmm. is that if you want to have a good relationship with somebody new or starting a new yeah. relationship, even in your current relationship. Yeah. If you have something that you could not let go of, mm-hmm. um, well, first off, you shouldn't have gotten a relationship until you're over it. <laughs> That's true. You know, it's a cycle. It's so involved. You have to be able to let those things go. You have to be able to present your best self. You have to be able to approach people. You have to be able to let things go. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's so much. It's the circle of life. <laughs> But I agree. I think that, and this sounds like, oh, you should be doing all of these things. Yeah. Really just start with one thing. If they're like, start with yourself. Patience is a virtue. It is. Yeah. So you're not going to get in a relationship tomorrow if you're not Mm -hmm. in a relationship now, unless you've been wanting to. I mean, you could get in a relationship. Unless you just slide up into those DMs like so good. (laughs) Some people have a talent. Yeah. So I don't. Really? Uh... I don't want to offend anybody who I'm currently in the DMs with. <laughs> you know what? We need to move on. We need to move on. Move on. Everybody ignore that part. Everybody ignore it. Okay. <laughs> so, 
just ending your your relationships with class. (laughs) Yes, lots of class. You need lots of class and lots of ass. That's how you move on. (laughs) You're backsliding. Still digging. Okay. Well, yeah. My face is beet red. Yeah, (laughs) that's all right. What's next on the agenda? <laughs> Let's just move on. How about we go to our next segment? Sure. Okay, oh, that's you. something bitter. <laughs> uh, Meredith, what makes you bitter? <laughs> Mine's very, very simple. I'm glad. Yes, my button popped off of my jacket oh. yesterday, and that made me very sad. Um, I had to sew it and everything, and it was not my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, I do know how to sew, so that was nice. That's a skill. It is. That's great. Yeah. I Well, I can for sure sew a button onto a jacket. It's not that difficult. It's really not. A lot of people think that... They're like, oh, so... that would be so difficult. And oh I'm like, God. it's really not. It's not. It's just... All you need is a needle and some thread. Yeah. That's literally it. Well, that's all you need to sew in general. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I understand what you're saying. But yeah, so that's my bitter. Mm-hmm. It, it was not a fun time and mm-hmm. took up, it only took like maybe 10 minutes to sew on a button. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> I was being very <laughs> lazy yesterday. I'm just not in the mood. So that's my bitter. How yeah. about you, Alex? My tags are still expired. <laughs> God damn it, Alex. You have got I'm... to get that fixed. <laughs> I'm going on Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm going on Monday. Good. Okay, so that has a solution possibly, but um, but still. Yeah. Okay. How dare you? Uh, uh, how dare me? I know. My poor little Xena with an X. <laughs> <sighs> That's okay. It's all good. All right. Anyway. Alex. Yes. What is sweet this week? Oh my God, guys, I'm pretty sure most of you already know the news because I've been throwing it in everybody's faces. As of January 16th, 2019, Tea Time with Bitter and Sweet is officially international. (laughs) Oh my God. Even though I've told you that I have Germans. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Germany. Thank you so much. It's a really big accomplishment for us. It, I mean, it is. Yes. It's I think huge. it's, it's very awesome that we have German listeners now. Yes. Um, even if I possibly know them, <laughs> but I still think shout out. <laughs> shout out. We to now them. have seven listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yeah. But I, t- I do love Germany. So I think that that's awesome that, mm-hmm. um, and maybe I don't know them. Maybe I'm very wrong. Mm. Um, but I think that's very cool that we have people in a different country yeah. that can hear our voices. That is so strange. Isn't that just weird? think about mm-hmm. all the way from our little teeny office here recording the session, yeah. going across seas into a country that we've never, I've never been to. Right. Um, you know, that's just so strange to think about and it's so humbling right. and it's such a blessing. It makes me so happy for the things that we've accomplished and for the life that has led up to this moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it's just a small thing, because everybody else in the world is just like, you have three people who listen to you. Like, one of them is German. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. But even for us, like that's so phenomenally important. I think it's cool. I totally oh, agree. Yeah. Very, very neat to have <laughs> Deutschland <laughs> listeners. Shout out to Germany. Shout out to Deutschland. <laughs> so what about you, Miss Miss Meredith, my dear? Uh, so my sweet this week is that I have a, a shout out to a podcast. Podcast. Yes. I, I enjoy podcasts very much, uh, mm-hmm. as you can tell, because we started one. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I've been kind of, I made it. So my favorite podcast is stuff you should know. Mm-hmm. And I listen, it's Josh and Chuck. I love them very much. Yes. And I listen to them pretty religiously, but I've made it a new role for myself for this year because I, I only listened to them for such a long time and occasionally listen to other podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I've made it a rule for myself that every time I listen to a podcast by stuff you should know, I have to listen to another podcast by mm-hmm. somebody else, mm-hmm. which has made me broaden my horizons a little bit when it comes to podcasts. And so I found this really neat podcast called all hail kale and it is just really good. Really? I, yeah. It's like, it's really interesting and it's a, it's a BBC. So they're British. Mm. Um, but I love BBC radio. I knew. I Fantastic. Um, but they're, you know, they're about 30 minutes long or so. And they just, uh, the one I listened to yesterday is called scary dairy. <laughs> and they just talk about the effects of dairy and whether or not people should be drinking it. And are we, are, are we as humans equipped to, to drink mm, dairy and yeah. eat cheese and things mm-hmm. like that? Is it good for us yeah. kind of thing? And then the, uh, another one I listened to is called doomsday diet. And so that sounds really weird, doomsday. but he was talking about what should we eat if there was an apocalypse Oh, like how should you make your shelter? (laughs) How should you, how should you build up your, yeah, your food supply? Like what should you take in the bunker with you if the world is ending? Mm. And so I was like, that is so interesting. So it's, I really loved it. And obviously you can't have a garden in your bunker. Right. (laughs) Well, and, um, so he talked to different experts mm-hmm. and I thought it was so funny cause he talked to an expert in Texas that's, uh, <laughs> expertise is in, um, doomsday selling. So like they sell products oh, for your bunker. Oh my gosh. And I was like, of course they're we in have, fucking we, Texas. We actually have those here. I know. Yeah. But yeah, it was funny because he was asking her, he was like, so what kind of food would you take with you? And she was like, oh, you know, we have this wonderful um, potato soup that you just can make real quick with some hot water <laughs> and it makes four servings. And he was like, okay, potato soup, that's a starchy, you know, carb kind of. Yeah. And so he was like, what else do you have? And she's like, oh, we've got chicken and rice that you can make with boiled water and you just pour it in there and it makes four servings. And I was like, okay. And he's like, do y'all have one? Cause this is very carb heavy. It sounded, mm-hmm. do y'all have anything that's like um, you know, has quinoa in it or something like that. And she's like, King what? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is quinoa? <laughs> and it was just, it, it's a good, ep- and then at the end of the episode, he sends her quinoa so she can try it. Oh, It's, it's really sweet. And she, at first she's, she can't pronounce it. She can't figure out what it mm-hmm. is or couscous or he sends something mm. to her. And she was like, I thought this would have more flavor. <laughs> well, it's just like rice. Yeah. But anyway, so I was like, it was, it's just a really interesting podcast. So if you mm-hmm. are interested in listening to podcasts about health, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of my shtick recently, and I don't yeah. know why, um, but All Hail Kale is a really good one <laughs> to go listen to. So I suggest you do. Mm-hmm. Yay. And we did a shout out, but I mean, I don't know them or anything. I just... We did a lot of shout outs today. Yeah, we did. Gen- yeah. Uh, Jenny Mustard. 
Ginny Mustard, my Angelou. Mm-hmm. We have all other of my exes <laughs> live in Texas. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's all I've got. Okay. Uh, beautiful, beautiful listeners. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, we would love to hear from you. We, um, have definitely been growing as a business. We've been growing as, um, an empire. You know what I mean? (laughs) We, um... An empire. We have many things in the works. We have a lot to take care of and a lot to do in the next couple of weeks. So if you want to get a hold of us. If you want contact information, if you want to know what's going on in the world, give us a give us a ring. I don't know if anybody don't, says that anymore. Don't call us. No. Um, <laughs> just uh, email us or message us on Instagram. We'll have all of that in the description below. Yes, as always. But until next time, everybody, beautiful farewells. Bye. See ya.